What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old divisive humor, man. Good old divisive humor. Yeah. Not divisive. Not divisive. Divisive. Yeah, yeah. Divisive humor. That's How right. was your weekend, man? Uh, it was uh pretty action packed. A lot of uh, outdoor activities, mm. cycling, long walks, things like that. Mm. Yeah. How about you? Uh yeah. It was no cycling, like uh, running. Watch the play mm. uh, that you oh, also yes, watched. Yes. We watched it. Uh, Joe's. Joe Tan's play, right? Joe Tan's play, King. And Irfan as well, who was a guest yeah, on yeah. the podcast. Correct, yeah. correct. Uh, so yeah, it was, good. it was a good weekend. Yeah. We're in that that little uh, calm before the storm, you know. There's the presidential election coming up at the end of this month. Mm. And then subsequently after that is F1. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of uh, madness. So NDP was guys. still calm for you? I mean, NDP, I'm saying there are that little patch of calm be- yeah. between NDP and the next event, which is usually F1, but now... We've got the presidential election. As yeah, well. it feels like the second half of this the twenty twenty three right shaping up to be a banger, man. Shaping up, isn't it already? Oh yeah, it's shaped up to be quite July, the banger. July already Boy, set the bar. Keep banging, man. <laughs> July set the bar so high, oh, like yeah, yeah. July, it was it was the start of July, so literally second half of the year. Correct. Off to the races, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. And now it's really at the races, like F one race, presidential race. Yeah, the races yeah. Coming up. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Mm. Oh, exciting times, man! Yeah. Exciting times. But before going to all that, uh, yes, what do we want to? What do we want to ask our audience to do? Yes, that uh, if you are listening, watching, uh, seeing any of our excerpts on any of the social media platforms, just please click follow, subscribe. Uh, that's that's one way to make sure you keep seeing our content. Uh, thankfully, our followers on Spotify and every platform continues to grow. La, and we're going to keep pumping out content for you guys. Yeah. As mentioned, you know, a lot of times it's the non-subscribers who are actually accessing the content. But mm. yeah, if you're here, please join the party. Membership is, uh, you know, just hit the button, subscribe. Hit the button. Yeah. yeah that's all we need. And yeah. if you want to work with us, just DM us on Instagram or email us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. All right. Sweet. Let's jump right into it. All right. And uh, yeah, with, speaking of all the races, mm. this first topic is about a particular is about a particular race, right? Yeah, correct. Uh, no, don't worry, uh, not about racial issues. Uh. They want yeah. racial are triggered, uh, but that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's about a race, like literally race. Dude, that's yes. such a dead joke, man. <laughs> dead had to bring joke it, to had the to bring it, had to bring it. In. Dead joke to the max. But yeah, it is the presidential race, which mm. as of now mm. is still shaping up to be a race, right? Yeah. It yeah. might just be like a solo job. Yeah. Right? We don't know yet. We don't, we don't know, know yet. Could, yeah. Uh, but but there's been a lot of chatter online, a lot of like uh, media being done by the, the hopeful candidates. Mm. Right now, they are four, la, right? Yes. Sham, uh, Tamu, Tam, uh, Tarman Shamugaratnam, yeah. uh, George Go, mm. uh, Ng Kok Song, and Tan Kin Lian. Yes, that's right. Yeah. All have submitted. La. Yes. Um. So... So, I mean, what we're going to be talking about specifically is uh, a, a, an announcement made by the Elections Department, mm. otherwise known as the ELD, uh, with regards to presidential rallies. Mm. So, they basically said um, on Saturday, 12 August, that rallies are not encouraged for the presidential election and there will be no designated rally sites mm. because election meetings by their nature and format may be divisive and are not congruent, congruent with the unifying role of the elected president. Mm. So it said that in the press release. Mm. And now there's, there's chatter about it and all. Uh, but, I mean, even the thought of presidential rallies, I was like, mm. oh shit, did that used to happen? Yeah, uh, it's, so, it's so distant that, that people can't even remember anymore, I think. Yeah, yeah. but it did, right? I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember. Because uh, the last election was that, like, where there was actually multiple candidates was in 2011, right? Yeah. So it's more than 10 years ago already. So I actually can't remember, and it might might not be easy finding, uh, you know, videos or images of it on on the internet, uh, surprisingly. Yeah, I I think I think there was okay. So I like I tried looking up. Yeah, it's not the easiest to confirm. Mm. The one thing is that. The presidential elections bill that was passed in 2017, yeah. there were changes were implement that were implemented that the government will no longer designate any rally sites during the presidential election. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, and and this was after the Constitutional Commission took the position to not encourage rallies. Mm. So it mm. feels like that was the turning point. Yeah. 2017, there was a, a, a decision or a position to not encourage rallies. Mm-hmm. The presidential elections bill was uh, um, uh, was passed. Yeah. And yeah, no more, no more rallies that were encouraged. But question is, um, when they say you're not encouraged to do it, right? Mm. Does that mean that you can still do it if you yeah, really yeah, yeah. want to? You still can. Uh, so if you still want, mm. you will need to get approval from the owner of the site or premises, and okay. then must apply for a police permit. Uh, so that's where they could they could not permit you lah. Yeah. So uh, what they're saying is okay. So due to safety and security considerations, it's preferable that election meetings, if any, be held at sports stadiums or indoor venues. Mm. But, I think I think there's a separate argument, right? The safety, the safety argument of mm, rallies, mm. and uh, the, the 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 idea of the president. They're saying that rallies are be, uh, beneath what a president's supposed to represent. Yeah, because right? it's divisive. Yeah, and the president's supposed to be a unifying, very dignified role. Yeah. Yeah. So when you heard their the argument and all, uh, what were your immediate thoughts? Uh? Uh, okay, so my immediate thought was like, oh shit, uh, well, are, you mean are, are we going to be missing out on presidential rallies? It didn't even yeah. occur to me that there would be rallies. Yeah. I wasn't even sure whether they're going to be appearing on TV to give their own like spiels, which yeah. they are. Yeah. Uh, but rallies are like, oh shit! If it's not encouraged, that means was it not like a given? Mm, mm. Uh, then I was thinking, oh, if it's a given, it would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then when I read that it might be divisive, then I was thinking, hmm, okay lah. If you look at rallies by Trump and all, everyone's pissed off. Mm, mm. I can't. I know the political rallies, uh, for the general elections in Singapore have also been very charged. Mm. So maybe it is divisive lah. But then the more I read it, I'm like, but. If we're all supposed to choose one out of four yeah. presidents, are we all going to be holding hands and how is that not divisive? Like? Yeah. You're saying the nature of an election itself is divisive. You have to choose between one or another. Like, right? Yeah. yeah. So that was yeah. my, my overall like like arc of, of thoughts. Like. But mm. for you, when you first heard it? I think instant disappointment. Uh. Ah. Yeah. I was, I, I was under the impression that it would be very rara, a very rara whole like occasion. Like going Diamond, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're wearing different colors or the symbols, and and uh, the truth is, you open up your your social media now and all, uh, we're flooded with uh, interviews or, or even the self produced and uh, like little clips that mm. all these uh, candidates mm. are doing themselves. Uh. So the the leap from what it was in twenty eleven to what it is now in twenty twenty three is huge, uh, right? So yeah. it's such a new feeling, even for you know people like us who have lived through. 2011 mm-hmm. and, and prior elections and all that, right? Yeah. It's such a big jump to be able to see so much visibility of each of these candidates. Uh. But I feel the rally is really something special, uh, right? Like, mm. that's really something that you only experience uh, when you reach voting age. And and when you, and, and during, like, I think the general elections and all, yeah. the, some of the photographs of those, the size of were those insane. opposition, yeah, they were insane, right? Opposition rallies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, I mean, compared to the incumbents' rallies, very different uh, crowds and different sizes. Uh. Mm. But all those, the size of, of those crowds, this, the pictures themselves cause so much uh, buzz, uh, right, mm. on the internet at that point in time. And uh, maybe in some way, uh, they're trying to avoid this kind of like uh, uh, buzz or speculation about how oh. much support someone has based on just photos how many people attend the rally. Because uh. ultimately... So many people attended opposition rallies, but how did the vote turn out? Turn out also, like, right? Mm. Yeah. So, so sometimes a lot of people are just there just to you know uh, take a look around and see what's up at the opposition. So rallies you're saying you're disappointed? Is it because like oh it's not going to be there or like uh, oh the system is disappointing? Uh, I was disappointed because it's not going to be there, Because mm. I I think uh, I mean. You, I mean, this is about voting in someone who represents the people, right? Mm. And if the people can't be on the ground to see, hear, and, and understand what this person is about, mm. uh, then it's it's quite a sad thing, lah, right? It's like you are you might as well box up whoever the next president is, and then he just live streams twenty four seven from a little, a little like uh, from a table, lah, and that's your only access to the president. That's all you know about him. Mm. But you want to see this person in real life. You want to see him walk the ground. You know, see how he interacts when he carries babies and, and you know, how, how he might look in front of other world leaders and all that. Mm. And then, I mean, to, yeah, I mean, you can say it, it disadvantages the, the independence, the independent uh, candidates and all. But at the same time, like, uh, 
you know, like we went to parliament, right? I think one of the very striking things is um, how tall some of our parliamentarians are. You know, when they stand up to give their speeches and all that. Mm. You can literally see they're, oh man, they're a Who, lot who's taller. Who's tall? I think Teo Chi Hien struck me as uh, very tall. Uh, Eng Hien also uh, very, very long, very tall. And you kind of know because you we are always seated in the same position. Then you see them get up. Then they move to one that one spot. Then they bow and everything like right. Or they run so, to the restroom. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh. they always come to that spot. So you yeah. can sort oh, yeah, of assess yeah, yeah, okay, like okay. how tall each person is relative to the last person who bowed and all that, right? Oh. So yeah, it, it does strike you like oh wow, they have a very very uh much more bigger physical presence than I imagined. Ah. Uh. Uh. And uh, I mean Taman, I think he like you know he likes to talk about it. He likes to talk about being a sportsman and everything. I'm sure he's like pretty like tall, tall, yeah, tall guy. Yeah. And everything. Have you seen him in real life before? No. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen Tam in real life. He's like a imaginary, like legendary uh person that that I read read about in a book somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. So without the chance to even see that in real life, I feel that that's a negative for But even you go uh, to those sort of like rallies, how close are you gonna get? Yeah, you can't, but uh you at least you see them on stage. Uh, yeah. And you see like I think like what we talked about going to parliament, you see how they behave outside of the camera's uh, view, right? You know, the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they sit even, like, tells you something about them. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think we're all, we're all poorer if we don't get to, as in poorer in, in terms of knowledge, uh, we yeah. don't get to experience it. Lo. I mean, like, at first I thought, oh, shit, if there's no, no real-life rallies, then what is there going to be in place? Mm. And there is going to be something on TV, Mm-hmm. Uh, so there'll be the presidential candidate broadcast aired on 24th August and 30th August. Yeah. And each candidate will be allocated two blocks of 10 minutes to make their statements and blah, blah, blah. Then there was a pres- there'll be a presidential forum on 28th uh, mm-hmm. August, which will also be live stream and then will be posted on Channel 5 the next day. Mm-hmm. Then at first I was thinking, uh, okay, so at least there is that. But then I also feel that the face-to-face rallies, right? It it's a. It's almost like a. It it fulfills something in different ways. First of all, you know you watch at home right now. Everyone is talking. Oh, you know, Talman is the favorite, but is he really the favorite? Mm. How are people going to vote? How are other people voting? The thing is, when you go to a rally and you see other people there, yeah, things immediately become like larger than life. Like they go yeah. from idea to a movement. Yeah, yep, and I yep. think that is actually quite, in some way, quite powerful because. If you look at the four candidates, mm. Tarman is probably the most well-known. Yeah. Right. Tan Kin Lian maybe from the previous uh, elections. Mm. But the other two, they got a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. You know? yeah. So if they cannot rally, then it feels like, okay, you're saying this one thing is no longer a level playing field. Mm. Right. Mm. And then the the second second thing about a rally is that, uh, like, uh, it, I mean, it, it, yeah, like, like you can see the conduct and I think why this presidential election is exciting, because I'm, mm. I'm damn excited. Mm. Uh, you, you know, we keep hearing that the president's role is, oh, he's just supposed to be a unifying thing. Yep. You know, like, okay, guard the reserves, but the running of the country will be by the ministers. I think why it's so important is less about the presidential election. It's just an election. Yeah. After so many years of, like, people feeling like they don't have control over anything, this is symbolic of that. But uh, there was general election in 2020, right? But general, that was during COVID. Uh, yeah. And it almost felt like, okay, are you going to vote as freely as you could? Like, yeah. it was a very trying time. Mm. So people, I'm assuming, would have voted for stability. Mm. Let's not fuck around. We don't know what the world's going to turn to. Okay. Whereas now it feels like, okay, we are kind of something back to steady state again. Mm. So I think it's about just, I wouldn't say the illusion of choice. It's yeah. just, you finally have a choice. You can make a difference. But pushing back on that, uh, I mean, wasn't it in the last election where, I mean, Workers' Party basically gained quite a lot of ground, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About two GRC. So it's not, you can say the opposite of what you were saying. Right? Where, but where if you're not in that they GRC? voting for the stability. If you're not in that GRC? Uh, if you're not, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, what I'm saying that you said generally Singaporeans as a whole would go mm. and vote for stability. I would imagine during COVID, yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. They, I mean, they lost the most uh, seats to the opposition in that, in that period, right? True lah. Uh, okay. But I mean, that still doesn't take away from the fact that right now, at least the past three years, yeah. So over that the past three years, uh-huh. uh, there it does feel like there's a lot of things that are happening 
to citizens that uh, you cannot control. Okay, okay. No, yeah. I, was just, I was just, I was just like, yeah, destroying your point about the. COVID, no, no, I still don't think election. it's destroyed. It's, I don't think election. it's destroyed. <laughs> that was just you're saying. Okay, what was the stat? They lost the most number of seats. Yeah, yeah, to opposition, right? No, your point was that yeah. they, people vote for stability, which mm. is in the incumbent, right? Yeah, yeah. But the results bear themselves but out differently. The, but the actual number of votes... I mean... Uh, there was an increase. Yeah, yeah. You're was. talking about the, they lost the most number of seats, but in terms of the actual vote percentage, I think, I think it was uh, higher than the last election. No. no Are you sure not? opposition, yeah. It's higher for opposition. Are you sure not? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, someone can fact check for us, but I yeah. think... I think uh, the opposition had a much stronger showing in this election. Okay, remember, but don't forget, remember PSP, how close they were to also taking, like, uh, getting a, a GRC mm. as well, even with a completely new team also. Mm. Yeah. It's okay, but, it's okay to admit mistakes. Right? Okay, the most, okay, yeah. As, as Ngkok Song says, the most important thing, mistakes plus learning equals progress. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't him say, I haven't heard him say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, that's okay. Even if you take away whatever I said that may be factually uh, incorrect. Uh, yeah. The thing is, yeah. it does feel, does it not, Terence, that yeah, the past yeah. few years, there have been a lot of things that, that uh, has been happening that, yeah, there's a certain sense of like... Helplessness. Helplessness. Yeah. Yes, yes. Maybe it's even this year. Yeah. Maybe it's even just over the past few months, there's a certain sense of helplessness. And not to say elections must fulfill that gap. Yeah. But it just feels like, oh, then... Now it's like, oh, I hope there are going to be four candidates. Suddenly only like two candidates. So yeah. suddenly like, then, then everything just gets watered down. La. But isn't that exactly the, dan- uh, the so-called danger that they're trying mm. to avoid? That people take their, their uh, disquiet about the mm. government and apply it to this presidential election mm. as a fuck you vote to the establishment. La. Which is what you're saying. La. Literally, the things that people are unhappy about, GST increase, yeah. uh, Ivan Lim, whatever you know, all this Tan Chuan Jin, all these things happening and, and you can't do anything and then you take that, that anger and you put it on this presidential election, which is not what the presidential election is about. But like, right? not having rallies doesn't prevent that. Right? Mm. In fact, it is something that, I mean, it could go both ways. Yeah. You leave the rallies, yeah, maybe people see each other and they get more riled up and whatever angst they feel gets multiplied. Yeah. But you take it away, it might have the opposite, the similar effect, like, you know. Yeah. But I mean, uh, do you think just based on your assessment of these four potential presidential candidates, uh, you think any of them are going to go into like mudslinging, you know, the shouting for a chorus of boo and things like that at rallies, if there were rallies? Uh, you think any of them would actually do that? Uh, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I also, I, yeah, I agree. I, I also can't uh, see... I don't think so. Them, yeah, I can't see any of them doing that because I feel like uh, at least my you know for uh, I think most people they kind of understand that the presidential uh, role is more of a figurehead uh, mm. kind of a ceremonial kind of role right mm. um, and to expect that kind of like crazy kind of rallies going on when they're mudslinging all that I, I think it's I, I think it actually will reflect badly on the person doing mm. it you know as president would you want someone saying this kind of uh, crap about other people as a, as your president, right? Yeah, yeah. And all of them, I think even George Go as the, maybe the most independent person, he was also an, you know, non-resident ambassador to another country at one point. Mm-hmm. He's not going to like shit on Singapore that much. Actually, right? yeah, that's a good point. I think that's the difference between general election and this, right? Already, yeah. there are so many criteria that you need to fulfill to even qualify as a presidential candidate. Yeah. All of yeah. which hold like, Positions that yeah are uh, relatively esteemed, yeah, uh, high status, yeah, uh, need to be very very legit to reach there. As opposed to someone who just joins a political party, technically, you there's no there's no real criteria right? Yeah, to yeah. be given stage time at a at a general election. Yeah, and if you uh-huh. are yeah, if you had a PR team, I think they might also make you think twice about like mm. if you're going to go out there and attack other candidates, right? Mm. Because it's really, it doesn't reflect on, well on you as an individual. When you're at a general election, I feel like because you're talking about a party or, mm. you know, you're, you're sort of behind that apparatus of a party and also mm. you, you kind of, uh, that's, you, you have to, it's like going to war, like, right? You're wearing, you're wearing the colors of the uniform and all that. Mm. You kind of have to play that role. But when campaigning as an individual, it can, you know, trying to be such a, that kind of figure can feel very, um, can, can actually turn people off as well. But then the thing is, 
even if they are not doing it, where you have a large group of people yeah. there for a reason that has something to do with politics, mm. then there's a risk lah that some someone else might try something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, and I like, mean, Tang Kin Lian lah. I mean, Tang Kin Lian has a yeah. track record of saying some pretty... Uh, uh, divisive stuff on yeah. Facebook. Just now when know. you asked me yeah. that, the one person who came to mind was, hmm, maybe Tan Kin Lian. But, maybe but, Tan Kin Lian. But there have been observation, observations that he is a, seems a bit more measured uh. this round, you know, in terms of... He's uh, a veteran. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows that, uh. you know, like he's got to play the game properly this round. Uh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, observations. Yeah, but but also, you know, since the last, over the past few years, elections, mm. okay, if you look at rallies in other countries, yeah, they can get crazy, lah. You know, they can, yeah. of course, uh, Trump sets the benchmark. Mm. Uh, but but then it becomes the thing. The thing is, if it becomes general elections, got no rallies, then that's that's yeah, messed up, lah. Yeah. It this is. presidential election, because they are still giving a way for you to apply. Mm. We don't know what the process of uh, application or like what criteria you need to meet. But they're yeah. not saying no. Yeah. They're saying we don't recommend, lah. They're not encouraging you. Yeah, yeah they're not they're encouraging not you. Yeah. you. They're not encouraging. <laughs> yeah, they're like you do you, man. Yeah. I'm not encouraging you. Yeah. but you do you. You which, do you. Yeah, and you talk to the police. <laughs> yeah, which is which is at least there, lah. You know, mm. you can apply, and you can imagine if any of the candidates apply, they yeah. get rejected. Yeah, they will spin it as a as a way for them, lah. Yeah. Uh, already, Angkok Song is saying that there's some preferential treatment, right? That mm. that he's not getting access to certain. Uh, venues or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this one, like the rally thing, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how much other people also feel about the rallies mm. not being encouraged. Yeah. Any any dinners that you managed to squeeze in yesterday where you were asking your... No, it was too soon. But I, I think the general consensus, like when I see on like the comment, comments online and all that, people, yeah, like, they're saying it's a, a farce, like, right? Mm. You know? And do you really need to do that to, you know, I mean, is Tarman... Uh, are you that afraid that Tarman wouldn't uh, wouldn't win? La, right? I mean, that, that's what people hypothetically say. Mm. If, because that his rally's that, got the least number of people. La. Yeah, that they will become that, that situation where the establishment candidate, or at least the one that's seen as the most pro-establishment, mm. will have the least interest. La. And then the photos will look very like meek compared to the photos of the independent candidates that can rile up the crowds uh. and everything. And that will reflect badly on everyone. And you're so scared of that. Where, But... You know, Tarman is a very strong candidate, right? Yeah. And I think, I think a lot a, of people, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have just told me anecdotally they're not even going to bother with the rest of the candidates as well. Mm. They just it's just Tarman, right? Yeah. So, yeah, why, 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 uh, dilute his win by or his potential win by you know having things that prevent uh people from judging for themselves, Yeah. Right. And I mean, Singaporeans have proved that they are more than willing to spend lots of times time queuing up for concerts where they have to stand up a lot. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's like our national skill no. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this feels like you have like four different concerts. Uh. Yeah. Six days in a row we're gonna <laughs> Singapore's <laughs> gonna right. stand up for Coldplay. Yeah, yeah you know? that's right. Yeah. And yeah, so so I mean it's it it'll be interesting to see what pans out, how the candidates respond to this also because they haven't really responded to this per se, right? Yeah. But actually, just a quick note, um, mm. how about the safety element of, of things? Given that, you know, we've just walked out from the pandemic. I mean, New Zealand literally just stood down from COVID-19 uh, regulations and all that. What do you then think? Then why have six days of Coldplay, Terrence? <laughs> why have that's six next, days of that's Taylor Swift? That's next year. There's time to, the to prepare. Oh, yeah, like correct NDP. NDP, the F1? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, even the voting process yeah, itself is, exposes you. Like, I remember like my, my wife was pregnant during GE and we uh, I had to go and hobble with her into the into like a you know a very big school with a lot of people and like everyone had masks on and all that. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. I was like, okay, like, you know, it's yeah, I mean when it comes to voting, it's way more important than whatever safety regulations for yeah, COVID yeah. there are. And I mean I'm I'm assuming that because like uh, all these rallies, if they want to do it, they will have to pay for it, la. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a cap for their expenses. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So they will have to cover security. So it feels like you can mandate certain security things be in place, like your number of security personnel in relation mm. to the 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 voters or, and yeah la, So, but the security thing that one also a bit weak lah. Argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit weak because we're having so many fucking gatherings and concerts and yeah. events. And this is a presidential election, right? So yeah. if you need to have 
our own police down to to regulate the streets and all that. I maybe you, need, you just do it. Uh. You maybe there's it. a there's a disconnect. Uh. Maybe a, a lot of Singaporeans are placing too much importance on this presidential election. Possibly. Where yeah. maybe the, the, the authorities feel like, yo, guys, it's just a presidential election. But then, then what for what for even have an election? Like I said, like then just have them live stream from boxes, like, you know. And then you just choose based on that, you vote online based on that. Lo. I mean I saw a video today of Tan Kin Lian going to the uh onto an MRT. Mm. Like the title is literally Tan Kin Lian rides the MRT. Rides the MRT. And he goes up and shakes hands with people on the train. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Which just blows my mind. Like I guess that is visibility. Mm. That makes people talk about it, maybe for the wrong reasons. But yeah. I just found it hilarious. La. Yeah, I was just, the thought just went through my mind again over the weekend. I was eating at a hawker center and there's this huge picture of Josephine Teo staring and smiling at me. Mm. I'm just like, what other job is there where you just go up to random strangers and just say, hey, vote for me, you know, support me, help me, you know? Mm. And Help me do my job. Help me do my job, you know? <laughs> and and that's all you, like, it's really just about that, just showing up and just start telling people, hey, yeah, support me. I'm the best person for the job. What job? I don't even know what job, you know, specifically. Uh-huh. But it's just, it just blows my mind. Like, that that's, but that's politics, like, right? It's it's really those popularity contests, those voting for counselor in school, voting for prefect or whatever in school last time you used to do. Mm. But as an adult, like, you do mm. it as an adult. And maybe you might be the smartest mind in the, you know, you might be senior counsel and all that. But when it comes down to the underground stuff that wins you votes and all. Mm. It's just really a, like the popularity contest, right? Yeah. yeah so it, it, it But do you think going on the MRT there. to shake hands makes you more popular? Or it gives you the illusion, is it? I mean, at the end of the day, I think familiarity breeds comfort. So if you see Tan Kinian every day come and shake hands in the MRT, be like, oh, this guy, he knows what it's like but to he, squeeze in the MRT. But he know? cannot cover every MRT. And he went yeah, during yeah. non-peak time. Oh, so yeah, a lot of yeah, space yeah. to walk and all that. Yeah, maybe that's what they should do. Uh. They should do like, you know, go during like a uh, peak hour, peak hour. <laughs> and then like really like that's a that's, you just walk on the train that's like a rally in itself already yeah. so many people squeezing around you and all <laughs> yeah because the thing is like I always find it weird like when they do videos like that like um, I mean people remember Yeah, maybe it goes viral but for the wrong reasons mm. but like what is it actually achieving you're shaking hands with people is it the image because quite a few people stood up to shake hands yeah, like yeah, yeah. very warmly you know yeah but I just find it like, wow, how does this make me more assured of you? Like you can shake hands. Have you uh, been? Have Have you ever been in a situation where the MP that was just walking around, or even any politician? When I was around, younger, came to the house, lah. Ah, okay, okay. I I've I've bumped into Lim Tian at the mm. fish market before. Mm. Like literally, I'm buying fish and he's uh, buying fish or something. Uh, then, and um. You know, you read about him, you see him in rallies, all that. And you're like, oh, you know, whatever. But yeah, when you see him in person, yeah, uh, some some things strike you. Like, oh, he's got a much more, much boomier voice than I than I even thought. Like mm. from read, watching his interview, because he was buying that. the fish. <laughs> Maybe he was buying fish, but a lot of people were coming up to him and shaking his hand uh-huh. and saying, "Hey, you know, good, good on you. Do what, keep doing what you're doing, and all that." Yeah. And, uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for support, you know? And, and I mean, it's just a line or two. But that's the kind of interaction that stays with people, right? Yeah. Like the fact that I'm even recounting this and remembering certain things about him. Yeah. It just places that politician as a person. Like, but know? that was because he was buying fish and people were coming up to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't okay. go on the MRT looking for handshakes. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like, like the video true. of Tangi is literally going down the row mm-hmm. of passengers shaking hands one by one by one by one. Oh, okay, if he was okay. just taking the train yeah. and people come up to shake hands with him, then I would say, yeah, <laughs> fucking solid. But you go on the train with your entourage and just go and shake hand after hand after hand after hand. Probably don't remember their names also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. what are you saying? Vote for me. Yeah. You won't yeah. vote for me. It's like yeah, what you yeah. say, like anyone who's doing a job, right? Let's say you need to prepare a PowerPoint slide for tomorrow. <laughs> you go on the train. Do a video. Help me with my slides. <laughs> Help me with my slides. You know, thank you. Help me with my slides. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is it is very weird. So and I think the presidential election doubly so. Yeah. Because it's uh you know, like we said, it's a very ceremonial role. The I think it's not a lot of people are super clued in as to the actual role of the president, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it really is really 
popularity contest to the max. Maintain right? the reserves. Uh, that's, the, that's the main phrase. Maintain yeah, the reserves. Yeah, yeah. Safeguard. Safeguard. Safeguard, yeah, safeguard yeah, the maintain. reserves. Maintain yeah, means you have to work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Safeguard, safeguard means just, okay, safeguard. you watch it. Safeguard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it is going to be an exciting few days. Mm. Uh, like the latest thing was this August 11th yeah. was when PM Lee issued the writ of election. Yeah, yeah. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. It's basically just a, a formal document saying that, okay, la, like... Um, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's PM Lee saying, guys, let's do this, let's man. Do this, yeah. That's the rate of election. Yeah. Um, and then 17th August, the application for the COE, Certificate of Eligibility, will mm, close. Mm, yeah. Then the applications for the Political Donation Certificate close on August 18th. Mm, mm. Then August 2020... August 2020... Uh, 20, uh, 22nd August, um, there is nomination day. Mm. So if there's one candidate only, mm. it'll be president. Yeah, immediate and president. Tan Kin Lian has come out and complained about the, mm. the very short timelines mm. in the sense that maybe you realize you are eligible. Then I think within like a day or so, you kind of got to submit your papers for, for nomination already. Mm. So I think what he was actually alluding to was that even if I'm eligible, does it mean that I should run? Uh, he's he's saying that he would like to have had more time to consider, even if he's eligible, whether he should run or whether they should think about unifying be, behind someone else. Uh. Oh, so you mean if what he's saying is even if I'm elected, but let's say there's, eligible, there's, yeah. Uh, yeah, eligible, yeah. there's two other candidates and me. Yeah. Rather than try and split the vote, yeah, I so go behind one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So even the timing of all these dates, all that, they matter. And uh, yeah, some of the candidates have come out and spoken against, against it or complained about it. Mm. So it's quite, uh, it's just, it's not just a matter of like procedure, which is true. Lah. I mean, if you, get, you realize you're eligible, but you only have one night to really discuss with all the other people how you should do it. You, you cannot know? go for a long walk to yeah. think and yeah. like, mull on it and all. Walk by the river. Walk by know, the river. Discuss or... all these things. You can't, uh, yeah. So uh-huh. you, you kind of got to decide like almost overnight whether you're doing it lor, and uh-huh. whether you're dropping you know more money to to chase after chase after that. So dream. I guess maybe now they got permutations like, okay, if only me, Taman and Ang Kok Song. Mm-hmm. If only me, Taman and George Go. Yeah. If only me, George Go and Ang Kok Song. Yeah. I mean, Taman probably likely. Yeah, um, yeah. So they need to come up with their matrix. Yeah. And, and yeah, and you don't want to lose your election deposit also. Yeah. If, if, uh, if you don't get like what, 5% or the, mm. the votes or something? 15. 15, oh, okay. Yeah. 15%, yeah. I know, I, I know at least one other group that was pissed off at the timelines. Uh. Mm. Uh, teachers and parents are uh, probably. Yes, yes. Because polling day is set to be September 1st. Which is teacher's day. La, teacher's right? day. Yeah. And I think even the N-level examination. Oh, Ouch. Yeah, there, there's some examination. So some like there's some comments like, like why must it be that day? Because if August twenty second, uh twenty second is there's more than one candidate, yeah. there will be uh the campaigning like, that can mm. go all the way till August thirty first. Yeah. Uh which is a twenty four hour campaign silence mm-hmm. where campaigning is prohibited. Yeah. And then September first is polling day. Yeah. And and it's it's not just because they it encroaches on Teachers' Day, which has had to be postponed mm. to a later date. It's because teachers have to work on that mm. day. They now have to go and help out with polling stations and all that, mm. which is part of their job as a civil servant. Mm. Um, which is it's like adding uh, insult to injury. Like, if this right? is your day, yeah. you should take a break. <laughs> but no. Yeah, no. No. But it has been moved to September 11. Correct. But you know, you know in school... You plan Teachers' Day celebrations and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You plan uh, and then you're like, oh, after Teachers' Day celebration, I'll go and go for my holiday or whatever. You know, yeah. that kind of thing, like, right? Some I'm teachers sure. are like, yeah, after I have my day, yeah. I'm going to peace out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, then now like, cannot, yeah. You can't even peace out on that day. You just it's like your birthday, la. it's yeah, like your yeah, birthday. Yeah. Say, okay, you just push back your birthday one week. But yeah. on your birthday, yeah. you, <laughs> come <laughs> yeah, you come and help. You come and help. You come and help. We'll celebrate your birthday next week, okay? You are still important. Of all teachers, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teachers. Try that. You try that on your spouse or partner or what, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, allow it. Yeah. Teachers, yeah. But, but I mean, uh, hope, hope, hoping that there's more than one candidate mm-hmm. because it feels like it's it's really occupying the news. It's a lot on social media or maybe yeah. just because of the people we follow and interact yeah. with. So, I mean, yeah, but I, uh, kudos to the other candidates for really using social media to their, mm. uh, to their advantage this time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, 
I think they're really working it, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I watched some videos and I'm like, wow, the quality of these videos actually is like pretty yeah, like yeah. good, man. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we might be able to speak to that also in yes. the next few days. Uh. Yes, yeah. If things yeah. go well. If things go according to plan and no spanners. Yeah, no spanners. We yeah. should be able to share thoughts yeah. of uh, how certain presidents are using social media and yeah. online yeah. content and audio content and yeah. podcasts. But uh, yeah, speaking of... Uh, Popularity contest. Yeah. Yeah. Our next topic is also about uh, the popularity of a certain uh, institution. In uh, uh, correct, correct. Vis a vis the you know those the foreign institutions that are also beloved by people in Singapore. Mm. And what is this institution? Um, it is the results of a survey, recent survey done by YouGov, mm. um, that ranked the SPL, which is the Singapore Premier League, yeah. which is our football league has the third most popular football competition among Singaporeans mm, mm. behind the Premier League and the UEFA Champions League. Mm. So, yeah. So, when, when you... There were 2,000 respondents um, and, and when you saw these results, right, yeah. uh, were, you, were you surprised? Were you like, oh, yeah, of course, it's our National League? Um, I, the thing is, I guess I was surprised by the fact that the other European leagues mm. uh, do not have anywhere near the market share of like the Premier League at all. Uh. Mm. Like the Spanish League, Real Madrid and yeah. Barcelona and all. Because the Premier League, 43% yeah. are ranked that as the top. Yeah, they're all uh, given. Uh, we know yeah. we know that, right? Yeah. Champions League, 25%. Mm. Uh, SPL, 18%. Yeah. La Liga, which is Spain, 10%. Yeah. Uh, Serie A, which is Italy, 8%. And the Bundesliga, which is Germany, Seven percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like almost twice the the pers- the person who's fourth like, which is yeah. La Liga. Yeah, I can't speak for the local the SPL because like, to be honest, I don't watch the SPL. Mm. Uh, but the other leagues, I'm quite surprised that the numbers are low, so low like. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that one, that one, I'm not surprised. I'm more surprised that SPL. Mm, why, like yeah? you just said, you don't watch. Yeah. I also don't watch. Yeah. I know, like in media, like I'm like you know, just give local local TV shows, local film a shot. Yeah. But local football, I don't watch lah. Yeah la, Then you want you want the Kalang Raw to come back, everything, but you don't watch. Why? Why you don't support? I'm part of the problem lah. Mm. Are you part of the problem, Terence? Uh, fuck you lah. If I'm part of the problem, you're part of the problem. Let's define what the problem <laughs> no, is. No. Let's define what the problem is. Yeah. No. So yeah. yeah okay. I yeah. I wouldn't say like uh uh. I would I would still say part of a problem. How big the part? I don't know. Yeah. I I say the, let's define the problem because. Uh, I think we we do our fair share to try and encourage people to support Singapore athletes, mm, right? Mm. Whether it's Soryong or even others as well, like, which we will hopefully again, yeah, hopefully it, it will no happen. Spanners, yeah, yeah. So so I decide, I, I, maybe it's more about the entertainment factor mm. that you get from these things, right? Mm. Like that, for example, there's the FIFA Women's World Cup going mm. on right now. Uh, have you been watching a lot of it? I've like, seen right? a bit of it, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. I also have seen a bit of it. But how about the men's World Cup? Were you watching that? Yes. Yeah. I was on holiday. I was, was up like, like four a.m. watching yeah. the matches and all. And uh, yeah, there's this an entertainment factor to the the leagues and all that. Uh, yeah, like, you can say support local. You you are part of the problem, but if it is not entertaining as entertaining as these other leagues, mm. can you blame people? Mm, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, I'm trying to pat, my, pat myself and make, not, feel better about the situation. No, because right? I I also agree to a certain extent because for local content, right? Mm. One thing that I do hear filmmakers say uh, and all is like support support local, you know? Mm. Just mm. give local film a chance. But I also feel that um, if the film is not entertaining, mm. you don't want the pity watch, right? Uh, so what's the last local film you pity watch? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Ajuma. Ah, okay. You pity watched. I mean, I wouldn't pity watch that. Like, Everyone we got loved invited. It. Yeah, loved yeah. It. I didn't love it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> and we got invited to the, the premiere. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I wouldn't yeah. count that as a pity watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you, you don't want that. You want people to be excited. I mean, mm. last time when we put YouTube videos out, right? Yeah. Uh, if a video doesn't do well, yeah, you can tell yourself, oh, this video deserves more views, but at the end of the day, mm. it's just mm. not a good video. Yeah. There's something yeah. that about it that didn't click. The first version of this podcast, it wasn't a good version of the podcast. The yeah. mushroom, yeah, horrible name, yeah. Um, and yeah, it doesn't click lah. So you're saying that, uh, yeah lah. So you don't want to support local just for the sake of it being supporting local, but you want the product to at least 
be uh, attempt to be as entertaining as the as the yeah. big boys lah. Yeah. Why I would say like for soccer, I still would say I'm part of a problem is because mm. I don't even give it a chance. Ah, okay. Like like for films, you and I both know that we've gone to watch films. We've given it a lot of chances. <laughs> we have tried. Yes. Because like part for me is like if I want to criticize a film or something, I want to at least watch it. Yeah. But for football, right? I will I will admit that I I have not tried lah. Yeah. Uh, and it's not to say that I watch a lot of other football. Mm. It's just I watch highlights. Yeah. Uh, and once in a while, I watch highlights of SPL. But that's why I was surprised. Like 18% is 1 in 5, no? Mm. Almost 1 in 5. Yeah. Like, when are the games? They, I know it sounds like they, an asshole asking them, but when? Like, they do have the games. I, I think maybe because we are from the demographic of Malaysia Cup and all that. Mm. And we are clinging on to the past, uh, trying to... We we only go back if we can relive those glory days. Like yeah. Relive relive those glory days. Whereas now, uh, maybe a lot of the younger fans, younger football fans, are making do with what they have, Which is mm. actually getting better as well. You know the, I think C now sponsors the Lion City Sailors, right? Yeah. Like a big big team and mm. and then yeah, they're bringing in quality players and all. Uh, Tampines Rovers and and even the Albirex Negata. So there are teams that are actually doing quite interesting things in our SPL. And maybe it's just for us to sort of lower expectations a bit. Like, it's not going to be Kalang Raw. Mm. It could be Jan Basar Raw or whatever stadium Raw you go to. La. And maybe, yeah, maybe we ought to give it a clearer chance. La. Yeah. And maybe just start off by, I would imagine watching a game is yeah. always going to be fun. Mm. Because Singapore, the stadiums are not super huge, so you're almost closer. Like, yeah. you can hear the players shouting at each other correct, correct, for yeah. the ball and all. Yeah. And I remember when I was younger, I used to watch. I was a I was a fucking member of the Tampines Rovers Football Fan Club. Oh, no? okay. The year after we got kicked Sundrum. out from Malaysia Cup. Sundrum, eh? No, he wasn't at Tampines Rovers. Oh, was he? Well, was Nasri, 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 yeah, Nasri oh, Nasir yeah, was yeah, at yeah. Tampines Rovers, I think. Yeah, yeah. I went to the event. Wow, it was damn fun. And the first season, first season of, mm. what was it called back then? Uh, S League. Yes, yeah, S-League, S-League. first season was interesting. Then yeah, the yeah, powerhouse yeah. was SAF lah. Yeah, uh, with Abbasad and all, I think. And Gilang, Gilang, uh, and Gilang with Fandi lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gilang with Fandi. Yeah. So it was fun. But then after a while, it just got tapered down, and then access to overseas leagues, uh, increased a lot. Mm. Uh, and I mean, ultimately, like why you watch World Cup football for men is because all the players, you see them all over. They're like global mm. superstars lah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, for women's World Cup. I can imagine it being entertaining. It's not as fast-paced. Mm. But we also don't know a lot of the players. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. I've heard the argument that women's tennis is sometimes more entertaining by for, than men's tennis. Mm. Partly because uh, it, it is less like, oh, just serve like a 250-kilometer ace. Mm. And there's actually more tennis being played. Mm. I, I thought know, you, just, you watch more tennis than me. I mean, the skill-wise, uh, it's quite clear. There, there is a bit of a divide. Like, and this mm. is... Like from having that literally was like Serena Williams. I think at one point they called out like uh, male players to play against. Like, and right? they lost, right? They lost, like, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but women's tennis, it's like, you kind of, okay, you know you're, they might not be playing at that same level as the men's tennis side. But they are playing against um, formidable opponents nonetheless. Like, and mm. it still makes for quite evenly fought match. And there's more rallies and all. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the skill-wise, I would still say the men's side definitely still wider yeah. spectrum. Uh, um, but I mean, actually, now that uh, it's quite interesting, the, the world football in the last couple of years, there have been two leagues that basically have risen from like, mm. the ashes or whatever, wherever they were before. like yeah. The Saudi League and now the MLS as well because yeah. of the appearance of Ronaldo and Messi in those yeah. leagues. Uh, yeah. They have sort of reignited, not, not even re, but ignited, ignited interest yeah. in both those leagues. Uh, right? People are even considering watching some of their matches. That's and all. true. Maybe that's the kind of uh, shot in the arm that, that our Singapore League n- needs. Uh, you know? It means we need billions of dollars. Uh. Yeah, yeah. They bring uh, one really big name and then everybody will jump onto the... Because you can name. literally see it like for... I think MLS once in a while last time there was David Beckham and then yeah. there was Latan. Uh but now that Messi has gone, I'm also watching the highlights. Yeah. yeah. For Saudi, I think Ronaldo arguably had even a more uh, more of an impact because uh, alongside him now there are world class players there like yeah. Karim Benz- Karim Benzina Benzema, yeah. the current Ballon d'Or world's best player has moved to Saudi. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. So so yeah, there is going to be more choice la. and it's yeah. also better better timings I think. Yeah. For yeah. the games, right? It is, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the who knows, man. Like, right now, hopefully, I mean, 
uh, barring whatever's going on with the national team, mm. hopefully there is more interest in the in the league as well. I ha- I'm happy to see it like become more prominent uh, and, and yeah, more, yeah. more international players think about because Singapore is also a more attractive place to to live and to live uh. and everything like, right? So hopefully. You know, rental high, bro. Yeah, then they rental high. Yeah, yeah. They have to stay, in, <laughs> yeah. stay, find some billionaire benefactor who lets them stay in the GCB. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we got like a uber billionaire who moves here and decides, you know what, I want to fucking pump money to football, like C lah. Yeah, C yeah. kind of did that, right? Yeah, we want so, to. So, so I mean, I'm still optimistic because mm. regardless, I think Singapore has so much talent in every way. Yeah. Uh, just the football. Hopefully lah. Hopefully. Hopefully, la, hopefully. Maybe we should go to a match ah. Maybe yeah, after Parliament. Maybe, yeah. Now that we talk so much about Parliament, then if we, we can go to win. Parliament, yeah. yeah, we can go to a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. we go to a match. A lot of times, I've been pleasantly surprised how entertaining these things are. Whether it's like Singapore pro wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. or even the basketball. Last time we went to watch the Steelers uh, play, you know, it was quite fun. I think because you just go and you can shout, yeah, you yeah, like yeah. vent whatever anger you have. Also, of course, don't don't scold the players, like. Yeah, just like presidential rallies. Yeah, that's ah. like. <laughs> You see the so, connect that we we did in exactly. this episode is amazing. And they said hold a rallies at sports stadiums, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So you go there for rally in the afternoon and night football. Yeah. You get two Fucking for one. Out, Buy one right. ticket, you get two events. <laughs> yeah, How shook is that? Right. Oh, yeah. if any soccer cl- uh, club up there needs the marketing idea, just yeah, just buy two, get one. Yeah. You know there was Oppenheimer. Yeah, Maybe yeah. there can be <laughs> like some sort <laughs> of like uh, uh Oppenheimer kind of overlap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. S-League slash, uh, I'm sorry, the SPL slash presidential election. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe lah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. That would be interesting. Yeah. But yes. Cool, man. Um, Just speaking of your one short comment. Yes. What is your one short uh, Would you like to pull up yours? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, over the weekend, I think on uh, our subreddit, we put up, uh, I put up a post asking for Questions for presidential candidates. Mm. So in the event that we have a presidential candidate on the podcast, we do want to hear from some, hear from everyone uh, what kind of questions you want asked. Uh. Yeah. And granted, yeah, like, we won't have the time to ask every single question, but I think there already have been quite quite a number of interesting questions that have come up in this subreddit. Uh. Mm. And even on our Instagram stories when we posted about this or so. Mm. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, shout out to everyone who has contributed. We've already got like 19... Uh, comments slash questions so yeah please please keep doing so on our, our reddit mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. by when uh, by tomorrow if you can by actually. Tuesday Tuesday yes. 15 Tuesday, August yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah by Tuesday 15 but August that's the kind of timelines we're working with in the presidential elections yeah, right? yeah. we really don't have that much time yeah yeah, correct correct and hopefully if the questions are good enough and nothing go like no spanner and the guest comes on we might get other guests yeah yeah. We might get other guests. Yeah. And you, what's your one short comment? Uh, my one short comment is just a post by Apprehensive Nail 971, mm. uh, who dug up the photo of the grab marching contingent uh, and <laughs> went down all the faces and noticed that uh, Tin Peiling is not there. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So then someone also, I mean, they, they posted like at the bottom, PS, I was bored. Because it's a lot of effort, man, to find the picture. Yeah. To go through every phase, yeah, and then uh, realize that you can't find tin bailing. Mm, mm. So shout out to you for the effort, man. Yeah, shout out to What's you. Was the expectation that tin bailing should be marching in the next? I would have. Uh, no, no, I, I think get on, get on, get on. I <laughs> think that was seat, she, yeah, she got, got seat. seats. Yeah, if she marched right, then everybody confirmed like, hey, hey, uh, yeah. tin bailing, please, please, uh, look at your priorities. Yeah, yeah, okay, uh, yeah, cool. And then what is your one shock thing? Um, my one short thing is uh, it's a channel that I just recently discovered. It's called Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis. Mm. So back in the day, there was a the WWE. There's a sort of a mid carder kind of wrestler called Stevie Richards. Mm. Uh, you know, and now he's created a YouTube channel where he does quite interesting uh videos, just talking about things that go on in in wrestling. Uh, like like how does it feel getting slammed onto th- th- thumbtacks? Uh? Mm. And he shows you videos of when matches where he got slammed on thumbtacks and how it actually feels and the, you know the little actions they do in the ring to signify that you know that they're done or things like that. So all the little little tactics that they use to 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 make it feel less painful or just to maximize the 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 visual of all the pain that they mm. go through. So yeah, he really goes in depth into a lot of these 
uh, interesting questions about uh, pro wrestling. So he's a wrestler himself. Yeah, yeah, he was a big wrestler back in the Attitude Era, like the two thousands that era. Mm. No, not big like mid Carter like, right? But now he's uh, yeah, he seems to be I don't know fitness instructor slash YouTuber. But oh. he he's found sort of like found a second wind, uh, by talking about all these things going on in wrestling like, the trends, the the little tricks that wrestlers do, and why certain wrestlers are. Uh, underrated or overrated things like that oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. and how you chance upon him uh, I mean I think my feet I have quite a lot of like uh, wrestling I watch a lot stuff. of wrestling things I see I see, I see, like, I see. mainly mainly as a retro thing like, I like to watch like old matches and all mm. and I think this comes up because he's from that era yeah, I, yeah, see, yeah. I see I see but yes okay. and what is yeah. your one shook thing my one shook thing is also a YouTube channel that I chanced upon because I saw a cut video and then I Google like one of the people in that video and I mm. somehow ended up with this channel. It's called Soft White Underbelly. Ah, okay. Have you heard? I think so, yeah. yeah so yeah. is this channel started by a filmmaker called mm. Mark Later. Uh and and it features interviews with uh, I quote people who are frequently invisible in society, the unhoused, mm. the sex worker, the chronic drug user, the runaway, the gang member, the poor and the sick. Mm. So mm. I think, I mean, there's a lot of channels out there where, you know, someone sits in front of a camera, it's well lit, and the conversation goes. But there's something about this channel that I feel very, like, the way he asks the questions, the way Mm. he frames them up. I mean, they all look like lighting, the background all sweet. Is it a podcast or what? No, it's uh, like 20 minute, 55 Uh, minute videos on YouTube. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, so interviews and portraits uh, of the human condition by a photographer. So they all look very... Uh, photogenic la. Yeah. but the questions and all it just feels like the guest he gets all very interesting guests his latest mm-hmm. video uh, he uploaded yesterday is a flat flat earther interview la. Oh, but the most viewed video on his channel which blew my mind um, is is uh, something about the Whittakers so the Whittakers right is this family that's somewhere in the rural part of uh, the US mm-hmm. where like there's also he also appeared on a Joe Rogan podcast because when uh. I saw that video I'm like whoa what's going on here and they look like a family where like like their eyes are a bit like pointing in different directions oh, bad okay. teeth and like a very poor part of the US mm. and and when I heard him telling the story he basically said he was going on a, the Appalachian Trail or something yeah. just looking for the parts of the US that he always found super interesting and he mm. chanced upon this one town. Where there was this one family just sitting there called the Whittakers and he took his phone camera out uh, with the help of a local police officer because mm, the neighbours mm. were all very protective of this family. Okay, okay. Uh, and then they, they, they just, they, they can't speak English and like um, just broken English and he found out that they were a family of like three generations of marrying siblings. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So then that video went viral and then he started put, uh, doing portraits of them and he said they are a lovely family. Mm. Um, and that's why all the neighbors around them are very protective because people come and throw eggs at them and all that. Oh, man. And he okay. has started a GoFundMe page to kind of help them survive because I think they get by a family of seven with a thousand dollars a month. Oh. Which man. is like, it's yeah. poor. Yeah. Then you look at his channel, it's like, wow, the people he interviews all it's 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 very interesting mm. uh, yeah so the Whittakers they have a lot of families just like over over the years he's gotten to know them better and I better see. and they just seem like a very sweet family la. it's called soft white underbelly yeah soft white underbelly is it primarily about white people or something uh, no no okay I think it's just maybe like you look at a crocodile and uh, below is soft white underbelly yeah, like, but now in this day and age anything uh, white like, you have to <laughs> he started in 2017 <laughs> uh, before before people woke up uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. now maybe he'll be like soft neutral underbelly yeah soft uh, un- uncolored soft neutral underbelly <laughs> yeah very very cinematic channel uh. mm, mm. But yeah cool man nice sick alright one of the week uh, yeah thanks thanks everybody for listening and it's gonna be an exciting next few weeks <laughs>